0: Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Van Dersen. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible reading beginning on November the 19th, day 323. We continue reading Paul's letter to the Corinthians. He stated that Jesus will bring our darkest secrets to light and will reveal our private motives. Then God will give to each one whatever praise is due. Paul sarcastically acted jealous of their imagined prestige while admitting the injustices that he, Silas, and Timothy have had to shamefully endure as low-lifers, while confronting their toleration of sexual immorality present among the members of the church. He promoted shunning of those that live in willful disobedience. He stated that we are not to judge the unbelievers, but that we are to judge the openly unrepentant believer who regularly attends church. Paul stated the sober reality of the eternally serious consequence of indulging in unrepentant willful rebellion by declaring that none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Finally, Paul encouraged single people to marry only if they were unable to remain chaste, because it would afford them more time and energy to serve the Lord. In addition, while not promoting divorce, he said that an unbelieving spouse should be allowed to leave if he or she so desires. November the 20th, day 324. We read more of Paul's letter to the Corinthians concerning personal rights versus self-sacrifice to promote the Gospel and encourage spiritual harmony among the believers holding various contrasting opinions about things that are not clearly defined in Scripture. While no one can simultaneously worship God and idols, the food that was dedicated to both was really valid only with God, since idols are just vain imaginations. But for the one that had formerly placed his or her faith in idols, They are real, and his or her conscience should not be violated by those who seem no harm in it. He reminded them to look at history to learn lessons that will warn against bad behavior concerning God's will. Paul urged the readers to do everything they do for the glory of God. He knows everyone's heart, and God will accurately judge each individual's intentions. November 21, Day 325 We read Paul's instructions for clothing protocol in the house of worship. He closes his thought with a phrase that indicated that he was promoting prudent behavior that was drawn from within the cultural standard of his day, not necessarily as a scriptural commandment. However, Paul gave instructions that are imperative for all generations about the people's conduct during the Lord's Supper observance. Paul taught the proper manner for believers' use of the Holy Spirit-endowed supernatural gifts. He pointed out that God purposed for the gifts to be practiced tempered with a servant's humble attitude to meet the needs of others, rather than to promote the glory of the gifted one. He stressed the equal value of each member's contribution, even if some were not as exciting or glamorous as others. Finally, Paul declared the supreme essence of practicing love for others over all other personal sacrifices, donations, and works. November the 22nd, day 326. We read Paul's instructions on worship protocol. Love should permeate every action. Speaking in other languages is not as beneficial to the congregation as prophecy if there is no interpreter. He suggested that the believers seek to possess gifts that will build up the whole church body. He would rather speak five intelligible words than any of an unknown language. The speaking of other languages is for the benefit of unbelieving foreigners. Reference 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 22. Prophecy is for the benefit of the believers. Paul taught that the worship service must maintain order because confusion is counterproductive. Paul answered the challenge that there would be no resurrection of the dead by pointing out that Jesus was the preeminent one of all those raised from the dead and that if it were true that he did not rise, then it is a waste of time for believers to profess faith in him. Adam brought death to the human race, but Jesus brought life. Paul urged believers to shun those who did not believe in the resurrection. He then went on to explain about the varieties of body compositions and encouraged his readers to have hope in the second coming of Christ. November the 23rd, day 327. We read Paul's idea about collecting funds for the Jerusalem church. He instructed them to practice proper Christian behavior. In Ephesus, there was nearly a riot because Paul's preaching that idols were not gods hurt the sales of statues. Fear of a Roman government disciplinary reprisal dispersed the crowd. After this, Paul encouraged the believers and moved on to Macedonia and Greece. Next we read the beginning of his letter to the believers in Rome. He taught that Jesus was God's son, whom God raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit had appointed Paul to preach the gospel to the Gentiles so that they would believe, obey, and bring him glory. He expressed his desire to be with them so he could share the benefits of his spiritual gifts with them and see their subsequent spiritual fruit. He reminded them that salvation begins and ends with faith. Finally, Paul exposed how the sinful behavior of unbelievers blocked their ability to see and understand God's truth which in turn resulted in God's removal of restraint over their actions. Because of this, their sinfulness sank to shameful levels of debauchery and wickedness. November the 24th, day 328. We read part of Paul's letter to the Romans where he explained that all have sinned and there is not nor has there ever been anyone righteous in human history. He confirmed the fact by pointing out that the laws of God recorded by Moses are also in the conscience of each person in every culture. He warned about Jesus as the judge of their secret life and unseemingly foreign believers will prove to be more righteous than the righteous elite on a day of judgment, because they obeyed what they knew was right without having the Torah. One purpose of the law, which is an exact representation of God's essence, is to expose just how sinful all humans are. Paul wrote that to be made right with God, we must place our faith for salvation in Jesus Christ. So like Abraham, who was made right with God, believed before he was circumcised, we can be saved without following the law perfectly. Although a saved person will want their new essence, the Holy Spirit of God who dwells within, to have full control of their being, which will result in their progressive sanctification. So, anyone who believes God and has faith in Jesus is a true child of Abraham. November the twenty-fifth, day 329. We read from Paul's letter to the Christians in Rome where he said that our faith in Jesus' sacrifice will bring us joy because with forgiveness comes the indwelling of God's Holy Spirit. He compared and contrasted Adam's evil act that brought death to all that follow him through human birth, all of his descendants, and Jesus' righteous act that brought life to all that follow him through spiritual birth. He also compared and contrasted slavery and freedom. Unbelievers are slaves to sin, and even believers will always be subject to its temptations. And believers are slaves to righteousness. Sin is true slavery, but righteousness brings freedom to choose better because the believer's mind is filled with good thoughts rather than evil. He taught that the law was a standard that served to expose our inability to be perfect. Now believers can serve God not by trying to earn his or her salvation, but by willingly do what pleases the Holy Spirit of God. Paul lamented the struggle that he also suffered from sinful desires and temptations, and longed for the day of his ultimate freedom. Finally, Paul, speaking about being an heir of God's glory, stated But if we are to share in his glory, we must also share in his suffering. Romans chapter eight verse seventeen. This ends this week's episode of Daily Chronological Bible Reading Summaries. My next episode will pick up on November the 26th, day 330. I look forward to your visit then. May the Lord bless you.